This is the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Herlihy. Independent news commentary with a California perspective, featuring newsmakers, thought leaders, and authors. Season 14, Episode 20, San Francisco Women Artist Gallery, Promoting Women in the Arts, Talking with Pam Borelli, President of the Board of Directors of the San Francisco Women Artist Gallery. From its earliest days, San Francisco has been a magnet for artists in all the major mediums. As diverse as the population of the city has always been, women have been in the forefront of the arts. Founded over 100 years ago, the SFWA Gallery continues to support and promote the talents of all Bay Area artists, especially women. It provides opportunities for emerging and established artists to exhibit their art and for the public to experience it. With us today is Pam Borelli, President of the Board of Directors of SWA Gallery. Hi, Pam, and welcome to the show. Hi, Jim. Thank you so much. Pam, tell us about the history of the San Francisco Women Artist Gallery. Well, as you mentioned, we're over a century year old. And we initially were we founded as the Sketch Club in 1887. It was a began as a group of independent women artists who met to share and critique one another's work, and it eventually evolved into the organization that we have today. We're a, a historic nonprofit charitable organization, and the as you mentioned, our continuing mission is to. Uh, support, empower, and expand representation of women in the arts, and to encourage a diversity of aspiring artists at all stages of their careers by offering them opportunities to to network and you know meet other artists and to show their work. So we have we focus on a diversity of expanding our outreach to individuals of color inviting them free of charge for exhibition space to show work in the gallery's artist salon. And we have, we feature like two exhibits every month. One is a juried exhibit in the main salon. And in the back, we have the artist salon where we work with different community partners and art groups. We do fundraising. So it's a a lot of opportunities. Uh-huh. We also feature jewelry, ceramics, and sculpture f- from local artists. Uh-huh. And Pam, where is the gallery located? We were in several places before, and we moved in 2015 to the Inner Sunset. And we're located at 647 Irving at 8th Avenue, which right near... Golden Gate Park, one of the entries to Golden Gate Park. Beautiful, it's a beautiful, spacious gallery. We are ADA compliant, so it's it's very open for a very welcoming space. Well, it, it certainly sounds that way. And Pam, you're an accomplished photographer yourself. And yesterday, we posted several of your photographs in a photo preview of today's podcast. Tell us about your personal journey as an artist and photography in San Francisco? Well, 
when I was growing up, I received a brownie camera like many people did. I did and, too. I did too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just really loved making pictures and, you know, saved my allowance for the film and all the things that went with it. I, I moved to San Francisco when I was about 18 and I took a class from Ruth Bernhardt, who's an acclaimed photographer herself, well known for her nude, black and white nude photos. In fact, you could see those at SF MoMA, where they have a collection of her work. I, the class was called Seeing and Awareness, and it just really changed my life and inspired me. She and I became close friends, and I worked with her in her studio. She taught other workshops. But she was just so, a very tiny person, uh -huh. and notice every little detail about light and shadow and just so many things that she was really inspiring and she really encouraged me to to continue studying and I focused on portrait photography initially and then I do more like macro flowers and landscapes at this point so I joined I joined the SF gallery in about 12 years ago and this is my first time really showing my work in exhibitions. And that's, that's been a this really wonderful experience, you know, for me. At this point, your focus as a photographer is on landscapes and flowers, some of which we actually featured in yesterday's photo preview. That's right. And one of those is was taken in Italy. And that's in the current show now that we have life is water and the other one one of michael jackson and that's going to be in the next month's show textures and material and ruth bernhardt of course was your mentor and much of her work is at the san francisco museum of modern art and of course the sf moma has a significant photography collection right one of the best yes and Ruth was good friends with, you know, with Ansel Adams and a lot of other photographers. And she would have events at her home. And so fabulous, you know, to get to meet them. And, you know, also the gallery. She was a member of the gallery, which I didn't even realize that when, when I met her. But the other, we also, Ruth Azawa, Imogene Cunningham. Oh, yes. Were prominent, uh, were former members who went on to gain, of course, prominent status. Very good. Let's come back and talk about the San Francisco Women's Art Gallery in general, because you yourself, of course, are a photographer. You are in a leadership position there at the gallery. Tell us about some of your current exhibits. And you have a pretty busy schedule of exhibits, don't you? We do. You know, every month we actually have two exhibits. And we feature our own member artists. And every other month we have, we call an open call to all Bay Area artists. And our, our membership, we have almost 200 members. And I'd say about 10% are men. We welcome all genders and we invite memberships. If anybody is interested, they could go to our website sfwomenartist.org and there's application there and information for membership. Mm -hmm. So this month for, for June, we have 
climate crisis, water is life. We had over 300 entries for that, and our juror selected 50. Hmm. And there's this quite a quite a beautiful show that features macrame, of course. All you know, mediums of of artwork are are displayed, and it's really a beautiful show. And of course, it's a very important show. We we hope that art could make a difference in bringing awareness to to the public. Well, to the and, extent, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh huh. Well, in our so also we have the artist salon where we feature different different artist organizations or our own members. And this month we're featuring. Asian American women artist. I'll talk about one of the artists that's in there a little bit later, but it is kind of a great annex, you know, that we have that we're able to offer that, you know, every month to mm-hmm. a different group. And in July, we have patterns, textures, and materials. And that's going to be also a very exciting show. Every October, we have our open studios, and then we also have a big open call. That is the artist choice. That's one of our more popular exhibits. We get over over 300 entries for that also. Tell us about the artist choice that's coming up. That'll be coming up, what, in about four months or so. Has the call gone out for, uh, for, for that show, for the October 2022 show? Not yet. We usually do those, you know, about five or six weeks ahead, you know, when the show is going to happen. And that coincides with our open studios that we we partner with Artspan. And so every year in October, we have month-long open studios that's featured in their guidebook. And that, that brings hundreds of people. They travel, you know, from all over, really, to come here and visit all the open studios through uh, that Artspan is involved with. And what are the criteria to get into that show come October? Well, you are able to submit three three works on our uh, you know, exhibit platform. There is a uh, entry fee, thirty dollars mm-hmm. for members and forty dollars for non-members. They submit the work, and there's you know certain requirements of the the size and so forth, and we provide information you know to support people submitting their works and we asked the juror to select the best in their opinion and to also select three, what we call the uh, juror choices that give an uh, award. So every year we, we seek out new jurors for our monthly themed exhibitions. You know, we, we come up with 12 themes and then we look for the art consultants, gallerists, different curators. We've had a curator from the De Young Museum before and from the museum, the African di- diaspora. And that really helps provide new perspectives and attracts more diverse audiences and brings fresh expertise to the exhibition and provides inspiration for the artist too. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, as a result of COVID, have you seen a flourishing of new artists coming into the art world? We were all locked in our homes for two years. And whether we were working from home or just, you know, trying to occupy ourselves with all of this enforced time at home, have you seen a surge in, in new artists or, or an increase in artist work as a result of the, 
the COVID lockdowns and enforced time at home? Well, that's interesting. You should say that. The answer is yes. Yes, we have. We've received a wealth in a lot of new members. And then, of course, you know, during the lockdown, everything was suddenly quiet. We did go, we did uh, create an online store during that time. And we would have you know, just online exhibitions. And that has really, this really proved to be something that we've, we've continued. So all of our, the work that's in the gallery is also online where people can purchase. And they have also the open shows that we have has just really increased, you know, the number of artists who are submitting to that, to those. And so that's been really extraordinary. Mm-hmm. We're loving that. Now, during COVID, of course, I guess you had to close the gallery. And if so, for how long? We were closed for five months. Mm -hmm. It was initially we thought we were going to have to close permanently. Then we just started doing things. We started doing fundraising. We did the online store. We applied for grants. We had online art auctions. We negotiated a rent decrease with our landlord who's very supportive and that all of those things help to stay open and we continue doing those we're going to have a gala art auction we're scheduled for the salesforce tower in the late fall Mm -hmm. although that's had to be canceled several times you know because of covid so we're gonna gonna keep our fingers crossed on that but we we really miss seeing our artists and our you know, because it's such a great way to to network and to meet other people. You know, we have uh, receptions every month with, when we get a new show. Mm-hmm. And, of course, our member get-togethers. So that was, was kind of really, you know, we're just really getting back to our footing again. And we just had a reception this Saturday. And it was wonderful, you know, seeing the new artist and, you know, making new friends. It sounds as though the COVID pandemic was something you were able to take in your stride. Even though you were closed, the gallery itself was closed for five months. You were, you used that downtime to fundraise, to negotiate a decrease in your rent, online options. And then of course you had this, this surge of new artists and existing artists creating more art. So it sounds as though COVID lockdowns you were able to take in your stride it was really a miracle and it took (laughs) effort (laughs) we do get support from grants for the arts here in the city for a number of years Uh, we get annual you know you're awarded a grant if you qualify they've supported us and also the california arts council has been tremendous support and those those grants are very competitive because it's the entire state of California. So we're very fortunate to that support. And and plus our members are very generous to donations when we have our fundraising. And if any of your audience wants to, you know, contribute to our organization, let's go right on our website. We have a donation page there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of the of all of the mediums that are open to an artist, are there a couple of mediums that where your gallery tends to be better represented and that are more strongly represented at the gallery? 
And if so, what are they? Well, I think a lot of a lot of times the the paintings and sometimes you know larger paintings are get very popular. We have an artist in our salon right now, Sandra Lowe. She does just beautiful portraits and figures and landscapes. And she's from China. She came here around 1979. Her father was a art teacher and she just, you know, learned from him. Her, her style is, you know, kind of realism toward impressionism. Mm-hmm. And her, I mean, I just, I love her work. You know, it has so much emotion in it. And when you look at some of the, the portraits she does, I mean, you can just really feel what she's trying to reveal. Mm-hmm. Another another one of my favorite artists is uh, Usha Shukla, who was born in India. She came here like in the mid-90s. I think she, she went to the Academy of Art. But she does something really unusual in, with her, her process. Instead of using brushes or palette knives, she pours paint on the canvas or wood panels and then uses an air blower oh. to create the most you know, ethereal kind of cosmic imagery. I mean, it's just really breathtaking to me. And she's she's got a won a lot of awards. Her work is in demand. So but she and Sandra Lowe both have big following and collectors, you know, really enjoy buying their work. Now as a gallery, are you more of a museum and open to shows or are you also commercial? Can art investors or art buyers come in, see a piece and buy it from through the gallery absolutely yeah we're, we're not a museum mm-hmm. and, uh, all of the all of the work is for sale and the fact that we have two shows every month there's a lot of fresh material that comes in and we have a lot of art collectors that that do come in because our i think the prices are very competitive mm-hmm. and the work is extraordinary and really diverse and the jewelry, ceramics, and sculpture, those are changing all the time. We have a lot of collectors for that also. And, you know, beautiful uh, grading cards, very popular. I have sold many through the years myself. Do you have many collectors who are more focused on the work of women artists who whose collections gravitate more towards women artists than, than to male artists? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes there are certain people who want, you know, just to focus or support women. But, you know, also we, just this year, we started managing and curating Serenity series of exhibitions at the UCSF Women's Health Center. This has been going on for 15 years and we just took it over this year. But this is another opportunity we can offer our women artists like three times a year there's like five floors that have a new there's a new theme our um, gallery selects five artists and they each have a floor so it's all you know it's a body of work that's related to the themes but also enhances you know the healing environment of the women's health center and it's we just did our second one recently and it's this it's really extraordinary and Pam, is that open to the public? And if it is, could you give, could you share the the coordinates with our listeners? Because I'm sure many listeners would love to uh, to visit the 
that show that exhibit if it's if it is open to the public at UCSF? Well, you know, unfortunately, because of COVID, it is not. But the uh, all the work that's in there is on is listed on our online store, which people can visit the work uh, online and also purchase it. Well, Pam, in the remaining few minutes of the podcast, do you have some concluding thoughts for our listeners? Because you've given us a, a great insight into the the importance of this gallery, particularly in promoting women artists across a, a whole host of different mediums, including your own photography. Do you have some closing thoughts and inspirational thoughts for young <laughs> aspiring artists, young women artists out there who may not have been aware of this, of your gallery, and who would perhaps show their their art at your gallery? Well, we would definitely want to encourage everyone to come and visit us. That way they could really see what, what we're about, you know, meet with, with me, our gallery director, our other members, because that is you know, part of what we do is just really focus and support each other. And the gallery is open Tuesday through Saturday from 1030 to 530. We do a lot of, you know, provide a lot of opportunities with in collaborations with the uh, Art with Elders and with Artspan. We just did a ALS fundraiser the month of May to create awareness and education and that one of our members has a sister who was diagnosed with ALS so she curated the show herself and so that was during May you know to sell the art and help provide funding for research Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of opportunities and to exhibit and to learn from each other you know we we do workshops that'll people can come to to increase their expertise. Mm-hmm. And Pam, is all of this information available on your website? It is. We have, of course, our online shop, our membership, our donations. We have all of our exhibition from the last several years all on there. And a lot of the work is still available for purchase. Mm-hmm. And Pam, could you take a moment and just share, once again, share that website with our listeners so that they can they can visit it. I sure will. It's sfwomenartists.org. Well, you heard that directly from Pam, listeners. <laughs> That's sfwomenartist.org. Is that right, Pam? That's right. Okay. Well, Pam, once again, I'd like to thank you for being our guest today. It's been a very informative and eye-opening podcast episode for me in particular, and I, I think for many of our listeners. And thank you for your great work in continuing to identify and encourage and nurture women artists here in San Francisco. Well, it was my pleasure, and thank you so much, Jim, for featuring our gallery. My pleasure. And for my listeners, today's episode is number 285. Thanks for your ongoing support as we celebrate our second anniversary. We are featured on 19 podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, among others, with listeners in 50-plus countries and all 50 states. This has been the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Herlihy, coming to you from America's favorite city, 
San Francisco.